Hello and welcome back. Next up, Andrew talks with Steve Newton about the morticians in episode 4 of Singled Out. Hello, Steve. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. I'm so, all right. Um, f- um, first of all, um, what's your name and where do you come from? Uh, I'm Steve, uh, and I come from Who Cares Who Wins podcast. Um, I live in I live in the north of England. So, if you've got the international okay. The north. Well, I live in I live in God's God's County. I live in Yorkshire. So. Is it cold up there? The sun always shines in Yorkshire. The sun always shines in Yorkshire, indeed. Right. Apparently... Sometimes it's behind clouds where it's raining. But... Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Apparently you're pretty good with the old um, spooks. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, I do all right. I do all right. right. So um, this will probably come out before Vengeance, so it, it will, it will um, probably spoil any 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 secrets you have. Really shit, I will look at yes. Oh, it took you it took, it took you a minute. That's all right. I nearly, I nearly dropped, uh, I nearly dropped a paint on the computer and said bollocks, but I didn't. Oh, you're all right. That's all right. That's not swearing. <laughs> that's just, that's just colloquial language. I haven't worked out how to bleep the thing out yet. That's te- that technology I haven't been able to. Well, there you go. You can have, you can have that challenge. <laughs> have that challenge. Thank you very much. You're very kind. Right. That's all right. You won't get an explicit tab for that. You've got to be much worse than that. Uh, don't try and prove me wrong. Um, so. See you. <laughs> right, so um, apparently you can still take eight models to a tournament. Um, yeah. Unless it's been changed, but I don't think it has been yet. Um, so the spooks, let's start from, from the top of, of the list. So um, I guess this is now after season two, so it's all been revealed. So your captain. Um, at the moment, I think probably Obulus. I have been, I have played a few games with Scalpel now. I hadn't played with her until recently, really. She was one of the captains, season two captains. I hadn't got a chance to, but I've, I've put her on the table a couple of times, and she's she's interesting. She does a few different things, but I think my favourite is probably still Obulus. So, which um, I don't think would be a surprise to many people. Really. I mean, I, I often see on the forums and various groups um, calls to um, to nerf the poor chap. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that's that's um... That's fair. Uh, I think it probably. I think he probably could do with a little bit of a, a look at, possibly. Yeah. Um, so how how do you play him then? How do you play him? Um, do you give him to give him eight, well, eight he, each turn and make him win a man killing things or? No, 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 no. I, when I play against people that use morticians, if they put eight on Obulus every turn, then I'm, I'm quite pleased with that. Um, fundamentally, well, you got you got different types of captains. You've got sport captains, and you've got and you've got sort of superstar captains, and I think that's become more apparent with with season two. Um, Obulus can can be a little bit of both, really. Um, so he can he can position himself to um, to help um, the rest of his team. He can he can obviously put master opponents players in and things like that, help the rest of his team. Um, he can put confidence out. Um, he can ensure you get initiative for for one turn, or almost ensure you get initiative for one turn. Um, 
but yeah, you, you can have eight and, and, and run right. Um, he's not the killiest of captains, though. So if you if you're looking expecting to take somebody down, sort of from full health, you, you might do it. Um, but, but probably on average against a sort of a four-one model, you're probably not going to necessarily do it. Um, I think it's yeah. I think it's three, two damage on. Is it three hits? I think it is, three hits, which isn't three. great against someone who's with decent defense, is it really? No, it's not. No, no, it's not. Um, so he's, I mean. He, Essentially, it's a, again also different teams play different speeds. So you have you have some teams have a, a good early game, some teams have a good late game, some teams sort of have a bit of a mixture really. And and to some extent, I think it also depends how you play them. And certainly now season two stuff's going on. You got different captains, and obviously you can you can tailor that. I mean, to my mind, um, Fisher is a prime example of a team who has a, a great early game, and it can often be a struggle towards towards late game. Uh, certainly a, a traditional sort of shark fish team. Um, I think morticians you can sort you can get away with it either really. Um, depends on your lineup. Depends on your lineup. Um, but I'm, I'm sort of looking for obulus to um, to uh, fundamentally to sneak to sneak a few points um, with a takeout or, 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 or possibly possibly a goal. But um, I, I mean I'm not I'm not specifically looking at him to do anything in particular. Um, I usually play him. I don't I don't play him with eight uh, influence. I usually play him with sort of four or five really. Um, see how the game goes. See where he is, because he's very dangerous. Um, he's very dangerous from range in terms of being able to get goal threat on and things like that. I guess it's, he's so mobile that basically, if you sort of give him five and sort of wait for the turn and sort of see what, see what happens, really. Yeah, basically, yeah. And um, he's, got, he's got the reach, isn't he? So he can just get in there and do what he needs to do. He's got reach. He's got he's got a two inch dodge on uh, on two hits. It's not momentous. He's got a obviously momentous uh, one inch dodge on one hit, but. But that two-inch dodge and two hits combined with his two-inch melee range um, actually means he can he can sort of ping-pong around between players um, very well. Actually, surprisingly well for, for opponents who are not used to sort of seeing him. So. Yeah, for, for, for an old chap who does pretty well for himself, he sort of bounces around all over the place, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, good. you look you look at his sort of four-six movement and you think, oh, well, he's not very fast, but um, but he is. <laughs> he can get yeah. Out. yeah. I mean, even with, even with shadow, like you know, it's not four-six, is it? It's sort of yeah. you know six eight straight away. Yeah. Um, it's, uh... So that's the obvious show. Um, give them five, see what happens, and then um, sort of run around. So presumably, uh, when it comes to mascots, I guess because it's quite early in the season, are you more of a dirge man? I guess. Uh, I think I am. I've, I've not tried tried um, Valswarm yet. Um, uh, so I, 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 I am hesitant to make to pass comments on models that I haven't tried. Yeah, but uh, yeah. my, my sort of gut feeling is I probably uh, I like Dirge eight ten um, is a is a fantastic move stat. He's he's really good at retrieving the ball. Um, even without influence, he can he can get around and sort of pick the ball up and drop the ball off where you need it. If you have a real kick or your opponent does something slightly unexpected with a with a, a pass or a kick off or something like that. Um, so I like I like him. But I, I mean. <laughs> It depends what other players are using, because obviously if you're using Silence, you get benefits from having Dirge on the, on the pitch. If you're using Cosset, you get benefits from having Dirge on the pitch. Um, so, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't often use Cosset, but certainly I use Silence um, pretty much every every game. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't see, uh, I can't necessarily see me using Valsform, certainly initially. Yeah, I mean, Dirge seems pretty good. I mean, um if he does get killed, I mean, it's not very hard to kill if you can get to him. Um, you know, lo- losing four momentums kind of a big deal, right? It is. Um, it is. It's not. Really, it's not really tactical. Yeah, you, know, you shouldn't probably do it on purpose, but it's certainly. Um, it's certainly a bit of a kick in the teeth if it happens to you. It can be, but you 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 find that with Obulus on the pitch, your opponents often not that fussed about losing some momentum. I guess so. Yeah, because at one point, I mean, do you tend to activate Obulus quite late to try and steal some momentum off people? 
Um, well, it's more the threat, really. Yeah, it's more yeah. The threat. I don't, I don't necessarily know whether I'm going to use it um, during a turn, but but I want that option to be on the table. Um, yeah, when I played when I played in the past, I often just burn momentum or have only a couple points on the table because there doesn't seem much point. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people do that, but I mean, you're spending momentum. Um, yeah, if you're spending it wisely and getting getting good use of it, it's actually it's not that it's not that bad really. It, it sort of to some extent when you're playing against him, it, it relieves some of the um, pressure from having to to engage in the yeah, in the momentum race. Um, and you got to bear in mind as well that if you're if you're hitting the the uh, morticians, then they they may well be spending their momentum to heal or, or defensive stance and counter attack and things like that. So so even if you've only got one or two on the table, that you can still end up with a, a, a close run initiative roll really. So. Um, and the and the morticians. It depends who's in the team. Um, the morticians don't necessarily always benefit from winning initiative. Um, sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Um, well, I guess we'll see what is in the team. So now now onto the hard, harder choices rather than the um, sort of captain and mascot. So um, let's start from the top then. Who who who's in your sort of other six players then? Other six players: um, Silence, Gast, Mist. Uh, they're sort of fairly fairly nailed on selections. Um, Fangtooth, um, Cosset, um, sometimes, and then probably Avis and Greed. Really. Okay, let's start from silence, silence then. Uh, silence is well, he's one of the best players in the game. Um, on on paper, you think, oh well, he doesn't. He's, he's a bit of a magician. He doesn't do a lot. All the rest of it, but actually, once you start playing and you look into this card, um, he's, he's he's very powerful. He's defense five. He's got sixteen wounds, hard to kill. He's a bit slow um, in terms of being a five six and only one inch melee range, but um, but he brings a lot of utility. He brings three influence, obviously, which is the, which is a big big Huge, big deal. So you, yeah, yeah. yeah, you think him and him and Obulus together bring eight influence. Um, <laughs> that's a massive massive amount of influence to bring. Um, uh, but his, his ability to mess with your opponent, um, fundamentally the uh, the two, the, the shutout and the um, I've got the other one's called that shutout and tucked, tucked. Yes, I, I always get them confused. I always when I when I when I when I use them in game, I say the one makes you go last or the one which makes you go next because I can't remember <laughs> what the name. And you're on the clock, and I don't really want to be messing with that, trying to trying to read cards on the clock. So um, yeah, it's that, and uh, and also he's got he's got two minutes damage on two hits, which yeah. often catches. That surprised me actually. He can dish out a fair bit of damage on men, can't he? He can. Yeah, he's very and good. He's a, he's a good. Sorry, go on. No, that's what I'm saying. For, for, for Death Five Five model, also, he's pretty hard to kill, really, because he's. He lot, is. What of HP? He is. He is. You can gang up on him, and and uh, he does have he does have a few weaknesses. If you get something on that lowers his defense, obviously, it causes him some problems. But uh, yeah, no, he's, he's a great model. Really. He's, he's a great player. Certainly, looking at. Looking at the the, the musicians, I don't think I've ever seen a game where he hasn't been on the table. He, he seems too good not to include, really. I think did I use it? I, I think I might have played one game, really early doors when I didn't use him. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, now I would never, I would never drop him. Also, his firebomb as well to be able to debuff movement early in the turn. Um, yeah, I find that that's a, that's usually a first a first turn. Um, yeah, so after that, it's, it doesn't come into it really, unless unless you are um, unless he's out of position and he's got influence on him for, for whatever reason you're not expecting and he can't do anything else. Then uh, yeah, that doesn't often. It's, it's not it's not efficient. It costs you two. Doesn't do a massive amount of damage. Yes, it does. It does debuff if you hit, but it doesn't block 
It doesn't block movement lanes because um, it gives poison rather than rather than fire. Um, oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So basically, it's only when it sort of lands down it's actually fire, right? So it's got less less utility than than Mercury's um, Mercury's AOE that you can obviously you can place in front of people um, and to stop them essentially moving through because as soon as they move into it, they, they suffer the minus two minus two move. Whereas obviously the um, Silences one. You you don't. You just get poison. If you're trying to block a charge lane, or you're trying to slow a player up, so if you're playing butchers and like that, and you're trying to keep them away, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. So, but it's I mean it's all right. It's all right. It's it's sort of oh I've got as I said they I've got two influence. Oh what am I doing? I'm out of range. I can't get to anybody. Right. Well I'll do this then. It's a very different sort of team, but obviously I play masons. But um, it's obviously a very different style. But um, I find um. Certainly for me, shut out is a bit too too hard to land because you know with tower having it with one dice is not great. But I guess with 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 um silence, you've got other tools, haven't you? So if that one misses, you could do other things anyway. You can, you can, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, very much. It's um it's situational if you get it off, um, but if you get it off, it's very powerful. It's it's very good against certain teams. So I mean, um, against Shark as an example, it really sort of neuters his his legendary play. Um, against teams that want to get uh, perhaps um, commanding aura up, um, yeah, it's good. It's a double-edged sword, though, like many many things in in, uh, in the Mortician's team. Uh, in that, if you do it on a player on a captain who's sitting on a fair amount of influence, and you make him go last, well, you, what, what you're essentially doing is potentially giving them the opportunity to generate a lot of momentum um, last uh, sort of late in the turn. So if you if you if you do something with Obulus first, and you take his legendary player off the table, so he's not able to do it. And you force their captain with sort of five or six influence to go last, then you may well find you're losing initiative next turn. So, so who do you tend to target with with Puck then? The, the, the go first power is there anyone in particular you like to hit with that? Uh, not particularly. There's not there's not specific models. It depends very much on the situation, the the, the um, position of the game at hand, and what's going on, where models are placed, and all of stuff. What your opponent's doing and things like that. So, perhaps if you've got a model who, who's out of position, can't do anything. Um, you might force them to go first, um, so that it gives you extra activations. Or if you've got, if they've got a model potentially covering an area where you might want to move to later on in the turn, perhaps with a with a with a goal scorer, uh, you might want to make that model go go first, so that you, you you're sort of freeing up uh, the, the ability, even if you're not going to score, but certainly to move into the position with, with the ball, so and they can't uh, can't counter it. Cool. So that's uh, that silence. So uh, gas then. Uh, well, gas. He's just an all round. He's a solid player. Um, Two-inch melee, um, not something unless you unless you take graves, um, not something the morticians have necessarily got uh, really in bucket loads in their core lineup, and, and even with union, you can only I think there's only mist. I think you can take who's got it as well. Um, but obviously, mist's not a, not a, not really a brawler. So so he's got two-inch melee, which brings a lot. Um, the uh, fear and rising anger is great. It, it gives you the ability, obviously, to 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 have him do stuff without. Um, about giving him influence, um, so we, we we discussed in one of our early episodes uh, Brick when we couldn't work out what was going on with Brick and all the rest of it, and actually sort of came to the conclusion um, the, the difference between influence influence batteries people that bring influence and don't actually want it, and, and people that want more influence than, than they can bring. Um, and Brick was a prime example of that, um, and he's probably the best example because obviously he brings two influence. Um, well, theoretically, Gast is also um, to some extent like that because. He doesn't necessarily want uh, any influence to have an influence on the game, if you'll uh, repeat the words there. Um, so you don't need to give him anything. He can just go and stand somewhere 
put put uh, his melee zone out onto people, give assists, um, and and generally get in the way. And if your opponent wants to do anything about it, it costs them extra influence, and it also um, it also potentially if they cause damage to him, um, gives you gives you momentum. Um, I had a game, uh, I think it was at Vapa, um, where he ended up facing off against Velocity. And uh, my opponent kept punching him with velocity to try and essentially, I think, to try and get a dodge to free up him, and um, kept getting one hit, um, which basically meant he'd spent two influence, caused one damage on gas, gave, giving me two momentum. Oh, uh, which is, I mean, yeah, it was good. He, he, he wanted to try and free velocity up, but it was it was very expensive, and I think he failed certainly two turns in a row doing that. So. Uh, and obviously, if you're the morticians player, that's a great situation to be in if your opponent's spending a lot of influence and, uh, and not generating and, and giving you momentum. So. Um, do, you, do you often just sit there and do counterattacks to you as well and try and knock people down and just get in the way, basically? Uh, yeah, to some extent. To some extent, um, counterattacks. If 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 you if you, I, I just this is down to dice rolling. Right? I mean, theoretically, you should you should do reasonably well knocking down the counterattacks, but um, well, yeah, should, should I seem to, yeah, I seem to miss. <laughs> I just inherently <laughs> seem to miss those critical sort of knockdowns that I'm looking for. I just seem I seem to miss uh, miss with them. Um, but he's got a push as well, which is not to be uh, underestimated. He's got a, a, a non-momentous push on two hits, which is um, which is very powerful because obviously if you knock, it, knock an opponent down, certainly with a counter-attack, they potentially, if they've got momentum, they just stand up again. Um, whereas um, you push them away, they've already moved. There's nothing to do about it. So you don't often sort of load them up with influence and have them run in and doing, doing maskings and be crazy then? Um, well, I mean, it depends on the situation. On the, I'm, being, I'm, being a, I'm being a bit... Been a bit vague, but I mean, it does. It does very much depend on the on the board position. Um, if you're if you've got the opportunity where you you're going to win initiative, or you have won initiative, and 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 there's somebody lowish defence sort of lying on the floor, and you can charge in and get no masking on on a large portion of their team. Um, well, yeah, absolutely, go for it. Um, I'm not sure I'd necessarily put three on him, but but yeah, certainly two for a charge is uh, is very good. Um, and then when you've got obviously one of my other picks, Fangtooth, as a potential, you've got another opportunity there for. For the for a similar sort of thing, really, where uh, one of them can go in and knock and knock people down, and the other one can follow up with uh, with uh, a charge and potentially unmasking. So, um, I did have a I did have a problem. I played Chris in um, I think it was the final of the previous not not this last uh, Leeds tournament, but the previous one, and uh, he was playing Brewers, and I and I had uh, I had Gast and Fangtooth lined up for charges and unmaskings and all sorts of stuff, and. Uh, and if they'd come off, it'd have been great. I'd have been pushing his players all over the place and getting really out of position. Uh, but no, I was missing. I was just missing them against sort of knockdown defense defense three models who were knocked on the floor and things like that. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> basically, basically, it missed, and, uh, and Tapper went to town really. So um, yeah, give give Tapper an opening. That's it, really, isn't it? He can kill anything he wants, really. Yeah, very much. Very much so. Things. Uh, so next up is the um, second best striker in the game, uh, Mist. Second best striker in the game, eh? Oh, that's oh, interesting. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you're new, so so there's time for you to learn. <laughs> we, won't, we won't say worry about that. Uh, missed, well, I mean, Mortician's chief weakness is is, is goal threat. Um, and it was certainly during season one, and I know obviously Bonesaw came in um, to try and present some, some sort of relief from, from that threat. Um, and he's all right. I've used him a little bit. Um, but melee one and only tap four um, can often mean that he's just sort of he's just not able to get the results that he necessarily wants to get. Um, 
and he and he's also ends up often being in situations where either he he's ganged up on or he's not able to free himself once once he's sort of done done what he wants to do and, and not necessarily got his big his big uh, his big push off. So I prefer Mist, um, and I think that's a reasonably common sort of theme in in Mortician's teams. Um, he's fast. He's got two inch melee, decent kickstart. He's got where to go. Um, he, he's a he's a he's a goal threat from sort of downtown, if you like, really. Twenty-three inches, yeah, it's a long way. A long way, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Have you ever um, tried taking both of them at once? Uh, I did, I did. Um, no, not competitively, but I have in, in a friendly game. Um, it was, the, the, I suppose, when you pick your team, you have to be aware of who is, uh, as I said, who is who's bringing uh, influence and who's wanting influence. Um, and, I, and I took them both, and I found I found certainly missed once influence. And I found that I was perhaps giving Bonesaw too much influence, and he and he wasn't really doing doing a lot with it, and it was then starving the rest of my team. So then I tried giving him sort of two influence, and just 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 for him to go and do a charge, and then get his um, push, his big uh, unexpected arrival off. And he did it, and it came off, and all the rest of it. It's like, oh, fabulous! That's great. I, I did it against Jack, I remember, and uh, when I got it off twice, I wrapped. It was a, I think I was hitting a charging a knockdown stave. And, oh um, God. Pushed, pushed his players for like seven inches or whatever, whatever it was, um, and uh, and it was it was great at the moment it happened. But then his players just stood back up again, walked or stayed stood back up again, and the rest of them sort of just walked back in and smashed his face in really. Um, and I was sort of thinking, well, he's a striker. I want him to be scoring goals. I don't I don't I don't necessarily want somebody to be running and doing pushes like that. Certainly not in the team as it stands. I can see there might be opportunities to do it with with Scalpel. Um, because of her legendary play and possibly combining with, with that ability to to get pushes off, but um, yeah, I just I never felt like I got sort of value value from him really. So um, yeah, so. his um, his sort of football dervish seems quite fun, but I don't know how good it is. It looks like a laugh. Um, yeah, but I don't know how great it is really. Um, I guess it can do some pretty cool clutch plays, but you can't really sort of rely upon it. <laughs> it yeah, seems. I think I think if I were playing friendlies, then yeah, I would I would. I would run him and see what's going try and, on. Try and live the dream and do some cool things with it, but I think it's not really anything you can sort of try and win a game with, is it? Yeah. I feel dirty. I feel dirty um, winning games with snapshots. To be quite honest, I don't. Uh, it's not really my bag either. Um, I had to do it the week I played. I used scalpel the week uh, week last week. Actually, was against one of our local players uh, at uh, Beanie. He was using fillet, and it got to st- <laughs> he was absolutely battering me. It got to the stage where I had to uh, I had to pull out a janky snapshot off. Um, of uh, I think it was off scalpel then, um, but yeah, it's not it's not something I generally would choose a team looking to be able to do. Certainly not in a competitive sort of situation. So. Yeah, snapshots to me always seem something you try and do sort of like, like a last ditch sort of I'm going to lose the game sort of play rather than yeah a tactic you try and you know base your game around. Unless unless you're playing fish and you've got the opportunity to um, to just go for it because you've got the opportunity to go for it and if you miss it's not the end of the world. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, missed missed is. Pretty good. I mean, I've, I've, I've found when I've tried running two strikers, they just seem to gobble up so much influence. Really, that I, I think running two ones is pretty hard to do. I think it's not really. I good. ran. Uh, I, I, I yeah, played Masons for a while as well, and uh, won, a, won one of our local tournaments with with them using uh, Honor, obviously um, Flint and Mist, and uh, it was a three goal, a, a very much a sort of three goal team, and it was good. It worked. Um, Work, work quite successfully, um, but yeah, you very much give 
give four to that striker, give four to that striker, give the rest to the to the and captain. And that's it, isn't and it? It's gone then. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, so that's um, that's missed. So uh, I've got Fangtooth. Um, so I guess in some ways, in terms of sort of holding an area, he's kind of a bit gas-like, isn't he? I mean, he does it in a different sort of way. Uh, he is, yes, he is. Uh, I mean, you've got the advantage with with obviously he's got he's got um, foul order. Um, you've got the advantage in the morticians that dirge flies and ignores that, so um, it it doesn't cause you as many problems as it might might cause another team. Um, but yeah, he's he's excellent at, at, at holding an area. Now, if you think. If you think like an average team generates well, I don't know, twelve influence sort of thing, um, oh, yeah. and you've got potentially Gast and Fangtooth on your team, well, Gast have to spend an extra influence if they're going to hit him. Fangtooth arguably they've got to spend an extra influence if they're going to do something to him because they've got to get rid of gluttonous mass. So actually, you, you, you're costing your opponent's team potentially um, sort of almost twenty percent of the team, or sixteen percent, whatever it is, of, of their of their influence per turn. Just on those two players, which then, when you think you can, um, you then got a potentially uh, super turnout obulus. Um, you can get an awful lot of stuff done, and you can deny your opponent an awful lot of, um, uh, I suppose, ability to, to sort of counter it really um, by having those two players on. Um, that said, it's it's a it's they're not neither of them are particularly fast. Gas is four seven, Fangtooth is uh, four six. Obviously, he's got his heroic that he can speed himself up with, but. Um, you have to be aware of of them against uh, faster teams, really, because you, you you can end up sort of chasing chasing the, the opponent around the pitch and getting ganged up on. Really. Well, I guess that's, that's kind of why you have eight men. I mean, um, I guess in some matchups they they can just sit there and just be a horrible wall, yeah, and, uh, and deal with it. I mean, um, Fangtooth's a weird one. Like, I fought him a few times where it's like, do I bother hitting him at all? Um, yeah. Because you're in a situation where you either go all in or not sometimes because yeah why why bother spending influence taking that that half health <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah I mean but again if you're if you're ignoring him you're letting him do what he wants to yeah do. exactly you you're basically giving your opponent what he wants right and he's got the horrible yeah. knockdown model just sitting there being all fat yeah basically absolutely yeah. definitely what a pain well I've got I've got Cosset here now I'm a bit surprised to see her because I haven't seen her much recently because she seems to die to a stiff breeze I mean she's pretty cool but um. Um, well, fundamentally, she, she's in for for playing fast teams. I'm playing alchemists. So alchemists, you don't want you don't want um, Gast or Fangtooth in because of the unmasking. Um, yeah, yeah. So I look at I look at Cosset for that, and also um, usually against Fish, I'll I'll look at Cosset um, because she's she's fast. She's she's almost as fast as them in terms of being able to sort of um, charge them and, and get and get some damage off. And again, um, against Shark Fishes. Um, and, and they're not necessarily going to try and kill her. Yeah, they might try and kill her, and, and yeah, they probably will kill her because she she is incredibly fragile. But but if they if they're doing damage to her, then they're not generally generating momentum off it. So um, that's where she comes in. But I mean, that's fundamentally because because um, season one Graves only brought one influence, um, and he's all right. He's all he's all right in again in friendly games, but he doesn't doesn't quite bring enough to the table when when you're sort of in a competitive environment. So. So, do you find you, with Costa, you kind of give her nothing and just like charge in? Um, yeah, so second, second, usually second sort of line engagement. Really, um, I did play a game against um, a guy whose name I've forgotten. At um, again, that was at Leeds last year, and uh, Costa killed Shark three three turns in a row. Um, <laughs> Shark came on, Costa charged him, killed him. Shark came on, Costa charged him and killed him. <laughs> um, 
which which I mean that's not to say that Costa's a fantastic player. It's obviously the positioning comes into play and all that stuff. But um, yeah, so early, early doors I don't actually give her anything. Um, but but yeah, later on I'm perhaps when I'm when I'm trying to if you position Dirge correctly, actually she can do a fair amount of damage. And if you've got if you've got confidence on her, she can do uh, a lot. A, a lot of damage. Um, the, the difficulty with putting confidence on her, obviously, is that you end up with um, having to activate Obulus early. Um, so, so yeah, so that's that's it really. Yeah, once Obulus is activated in a turn, you can get in some way sort of sort of breathe a sigh of relief because suddenly you can, you yeah. know, suddenly if you, you've got the, if you've got the football, you can kind of almost hold it onto it more easily and everything else. It's yeah. a lot easier because um, suddenly when it, if when I see my, see my opponent activated Obulus at first, it's like oh god. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's easy. Well, that's uh, what when when people say, "Oh, we'll just give Obulus eight and let him go to town." It's like, well, okay, then give him eight, let him go to town, which usually means you're going to go first with him because you don't want him to be subjected to sort of counter attacks, and then you want to be able to potentially get him to get him safe. But um, but yeah, the rest of the team isn't doing very much, and also then you're taking half his half his sort of threat off the table in terms of his legendary player. So, um, but I mean, there are times there are times when you've actually. You don't want your opponent to be healing people because you've you've, you've willed a few of them down, and then you might choose to use Obulus early, so um, so then they feel don't feel as quite threatened. Really, so. but it's, it's it's a difficult judgment to make. So the last one on the list is um is um Avarice and Greed, who are amazing. They are amazing. Yeah, they are amazing. Avarice has got possibly the best playbook in their game. It's re- yeah. It's, it's I mean, it's really. I mean, it's. It's surprisingly good, isn't it? You can get a lot of momentum out of it, and um, a lot of pushes yeah. and damage, and it's shorter than his attack, which is nice. Yeah, attack six, only five long. He can single it out, so he can essentially become attack eight. Um, if he could take three influence, uh, sorry, four influence, yeah, it'd be, uh, it'd be, uh, it'd be a machine. Is it four? Is it three? I think he's, he's one, uh, uh, one three. Uh, he's one three, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he could take four, he'd be, he'd be absolutely incredible. So, he's good. I mean, the only downside he has is he's slow. Um, Lack of armor can be an issue as well. I think he can, he can give up a lot of momentum. Um, y- yes, yeah, to some extent, yeah. If you've got um, if you've got other players who are on the pitch are a bit more difficult to hit, yeah, you can do. Um, but again, yeah, you can give up, give up some momentum, or spend your momentum. That's fine, or or, or don't spend it and I'll steal it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, his his extra activation is fantastic. Um, the only thing is greed is an absolute liability in this. Um. Yeah, and the games I've played with him, because I've used him a lot in a lot of Masons now, I don't think I've ever moved Greed. Uh, I think I've moved Greed forward to collect the ball at the beginning of the turn, at the first yeah. turn, and then basically boots the ball back and then runs away. I don't think I've ever had him, I don't think I've ever made him attack, attack with him or anything else with him at all. Yeah, I tried, um, I've tried, excuse me, I'm just looking for a purple wash that I can't find. I've tried, um, I'm going to stand up, you might. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Yep, I've tried tried scoring with with him with, um, by sort of setting up um, him to have the ball um, sort of towards the end of an activation, then and then winning initiative, and then having having greed detach. Um, you can get an awful long way, um, and he can score like that. But but you've got to do that if you're going to win the game because greed dies after that, guaranteed. Um, and it's a little bit. Um, it's a little bit. It, 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 it's one of those. Yeah, it's it's good fun to do, but yeah, it's not something. I would, also necessarily try and try and, and, and roll out in a in a tournament game. Yeah, it's a little fiddly, I think, having to do that because you know going to attach at certain parts of the turn can't you right at the end and stuff, and um, we'll begin yeah. beginning of the turn and um, if, if he stays on, you know, I, I don't think I've ever actually had the game with him attached to him beyond the first sort of activation because you know you're giving it the activation, aren't you? That's kind of giving it the activation, you're giving it one influence as well, which is yeah, yeah, bigger issues. So. Even in spooks, we've got about a thousand points to spend the turn. It's still a big deal. It's um, 
Yeah, I really like them. Um, I like them a lot. I think the, um, I, I don't see I don't see them around very much. Although I think we'll start to see them more and more. You will do. You look. I run uh, in in my Masons team many moons ago. I ran um, uh, Avarice and Greed in that. So you were getting like an eight activation. So oh, the it's, first, it's, first horrif- it's horrifying. It really. You, you can you can you can make the opponent spin out his entire turn. It's um, yeah. It's great. Well, I was I was always I was always going for the Holy Grail of two goals in the first turn. Um, yeah, I managed, I managed to do that to tournament, tournament recently. But, um, it's it's pretty rare to do it because it requires a sort of perfect storm. It does, um, yeah. You, it, it, you, it requires your opponent to sort of play into it as well, really. If they if they know what's going on, they can stop it relatively easily. So. Yeah, you can't really wipe on it, but you, but you do feel like, like a god when you do it. But um, it's not really. <laughs> it's, it's more of a gimmick than a tactic, to be honest, I think. Yeah, yeah um, no, I did, I, did that, I did that for a while. I had, had a bit of success with it. It was quite good fun. Again, it was good, it was good fun. Friendly games, it was good fun. Um, Um, so that's your, that's your that's your men, isn't it? That's your men. So let's go through the the scrap heap um, who, who you've abandoned um, mm-hmm. to throw into the furnace. So um, first of all, I've, we, we mentioned Bonesaw briefly already about how basically he's not. Well, basically, I think Bonesaw suffers really that he's not missed, isn't he? Really, and um, he suffers because missed can play for the team. Yeah, yeah not having where to go is just seems <laughs> that power is so astounding in itself. Um, it is. It is. I mean, I think what you got to bear in mind is. Is uh, season two and three and onwards? I think where they go will be incredibly, incredibly rare because it is it is so powerful. And um, I think Jamie said that uh, the intention is that there won't be players who have sort of natural uh, threat ranges um, exceeding ten inches without without assistance from sort of other players. And oh, really? Um, uh, yes, I think that's something he's mentioned a couple of times in a couple of a couple of. Uh, Couple of forums, or, or, or I say forums, not not specifically forums. I think it was a podcast. It was it was on. So, um, Best um, look, look after those models then, because um, yeah, they're, they're very good. They're very good. Um, so that's his mention. So um, I guess Graves is the is the one to talk about briefly. I mean, you mentioned it briefly, and I know that um, Mr. Perkins talks about how great he is. Yeah, yeah nice. well, yeah. When he was on um, when he was on our uh, show um, a few episodes ago, we, we discussed we discussed Graves and. Um, his, I mean, he's. I've won games because I've had Graves in the um, in the team um, because his kick stats actually pretty good. Three six kicks is pretty good, and he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's 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 no slouch. He's not he's not fast, but he's not he's not slow either. He's five seven. Um, he's got tackle on one, hasn't he? With reach, yes, he, well. he does. He does. Yeah, so he's he's got the capacity to to get the ball back, which sometimes if you if you're not using obvious or missed, you can potentially have issues with. Um, he. he Problem I have with him is he brings one influence, and his playbook is a little bit, it's a little bit mixed. Um, I know Jamie has success running him with, um, with Bonesaw and pushing people off the pitch um, with the pair of them. Um, but um, yeah, it's not. Uh, I can see the mechanics of how how it works. Um, it's not something I've necessarily um, thought necessary to try. Now I don't play um, morticians, um, um, so and. I like asking questions. So this one might be a bit stupid, but you know, please be nice to me. Um, you know, in in this team, you seem to have a lot of influence to go around. You know, you've got obviously um, Silence who gives out a load and Obulus. Um, but when people mention, mention Graves, they always say he gives one as a big point. But haven't you got enough to go around as it is, or is it still going to be a big deal? Um, you never have enough influence to go around. You, you, if you think if you think at rough, rough conversion, Alex um, Alex uses a uh, an idea that you should be trying to get one momentum for every influence point you have to spend. Um, 
Which is, it's, I mean, theoretically, theoretically yes. Um, it's not Obviously. the be-all and end-all. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the be-all and end-all. You shouldn't be sacrificing other things in order to do that. But um, it is something to sort of consider. So if you're not bringing uh, an influence, um, then that, that's that's one of those off the table. Um, but also, you, it's, as, as we just sort of touched on, really, it's 10%. It's not quite 10% because you can have a 50-influence Morticians team. It's, um, but, but broadly, it's, yeah, it's, it's sort of... Um, not not a million miles away from ten percent of your total influence. Well, why would you handicap yourself to do it? Because the thing with Graves is, is, yeah, he's got he's got siding blow and he's got bleed and all the rest of it. But get, triggering a siding blow to get bleed on multiple players is a is a bit is a bit of a it's a bit of a sort of a, 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 a opportunistic thing to do. It doesn't doesn't come off very often, but when it does come off, it's great. Um, but other than that, he's just going to be hitting predominantly. He's going to be hitting people. Well, actually, I'd rather have Gast hitting somebody. An extra time, or frankly, hitting somebody, or um, or, or obulus, or, or um, doing something a little bit extra, or missed having that one extra influence to do something. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, just just it's, pu- it's purely down to that. Um, but that's a common theme across a lot of players with, who only bring one influence, isn't it? There's a lot of them who just don't quite don't quite stack up. I think I think when you've got big guys who are, who bring one influence, but they've got additional sort of traits. Um, so they've got um, fear or rising anger or, or um, gluttonous mass or tough skin and things like that. Um, you can sort of um, you, you can sort of forgive them bringing that um, because because they have some passive impact on the game. Whereas I think Graves wants he wants my influence. He he wants certainly when I've played him, I've always sort of felt that that when I'm getting you into position to start going hitting somebody, he wants for influence. And if he's not in a position to hit somebody. Yeah, okay. He doesn't actually want any influence, but somebody else does. Um, whether it's whether it's silence who wants four, or whether it's mist who wants four, or, or whether you want to give a couple extra to to, to gast. Um, so I think it's just a it's just it's just one of those things that, that yeah. Why why not have it when you can? Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Because you kind of well, in my mind, if I was going to look at the game from scratch, I would think that the characters who give one to the team rather than two would be more powerful, as sort of to balance out. Yeah. Yeah, that like a handicap for being good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the characters who give one don't seem better. Some of them don't. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Some, some of them don't certainly. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah it's, it's odd that. Um, Me yeah. took another example. Yeah, I mean she's um, and to be honest, I don't, I don't think we're going to see much more of her, even with Philip around. I think her lack of reach is a big issue for her. Yeah, well, I've tried. I've tried. Uh, uh, I used her in the game when, uh, when Alex thrashed me and. Uh, I mean, partly I didn't play very well, so um, it's not a fair representation of her as a player. But um, yeah, she she suffered from similar issues that that um, that she'd suffered from in previous previous games. Really, four four zero lack of reach. Oh yeah, so fragile, isn't she? I mean, at least Shank's got reach, right? And he can run around, but she's basically yeah. linear, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. He's very fast. He can get he can get away. He can get he can get to positions. She's she almost. She almost sort of her natural sort of habitat is is tending towards being in the front line. And yeah, yeah. She isn't, she isn't tough enough to stay in the front line. Yeah. No, not at all. And if if you get the alpha off with her, you know she's going to get dropped by somebody else pretty fast. Yeah. She wants other people to put conditions out as well. So she wants people knockdowns and things like that. She, not necessarily bleeds because obviously if she causes damage to somebody, she does bleed. So if she, if she can do her her heroic play, she will damage people within the aura and the pulse, sorry, and also give them bleed. If they've already got a condition on them, well, to get the maximum benefit, you don't want them to already have bleed. So you're looking for them to be knocked down, or poisoned, um, 
or on fire. And obviously, Butcher's got no no mechanism to, to set people on fire. Um, poison they can do through dirty knives, but it's quite expensive, and, and you're not going to get it off that that often because because you're going to have better things to do with your influence. Um, so, you, so you're looking at a knockdown really, and and, and um, other than tenderizer, knockdown's not that easy to come around, come by. Yeah, so. Not usually, no, uh, not usually. Yeah, she's she's a weird one. Um, Mercury's suffers the same thing. Mercury's a similar thing, and Stoker as well to some extent. Yeah, Mercury. I can't, I can't see any reason why it's one, why it's one three, one four rather than two four. Really, that's the mechanic. With I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting mechanic they were they were playing around with trying to keep, trying to trying to form sort of uh, links with other players so that obviously if he's near, um, if he's near, what uh, are the little robots called? Flask. That's it. Yeah, um, he gets he, he becomes uh, two five. Um, problem is, even if you give him five, he doesn't necessarily do that much. And you sort of want him to be two, to, to be bringing two as a minimum. So. Yeah, interesting. Not sure how many more one one influence sort of players we'll we'll see actually. I can't. Well, who, who knows? But um, there weren't that many in this season. Season two, were there? I can't think of any of hand. No, there aren't. No, well, Hearn is one three, but obviously Hearn is. Well, he's a big guy, isn't he? So he's going to yeah. generally be different anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That, that's um, that's. Um, oh, how about how about after, um, obviously it's quite early in the season, isn't it? But how about the, the uh, veteran Graves? Uh, I think he's quite good. I've used him uh, a couple of times. Um, I quite like him. He's got uh, two inch melee again, which which helps. Um, he's quite tough actually. Three two. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Only slight issue I have is all the writing on his card relates to relates to a mascot, um, and you don't necessarily want to be giving. Uh, certainly, I personally don't necessarily want to be giving mascot an influence and be relying on a mascot to go and do some damage to people. That said, the mascot explodes um, when it dies and gives people poison, uh, and it can actually cause a reasonable amount of damage if it charges and it's got sort of right right circumstances. Um, so, yeah, I think potentially um, it's a heroic player though, not not a not a constant trait though, which is a little bit um, a little bit off putting. Um, but he's still got a decent kickstart. Um, he's still not necessarily that slow. So he's two four or the one four. Uh, he's two four, yeah. So I was going to say I, I would use him more than I would use season one Graves. Um, his playbook's not bad. Um, he hasn't he hasn't got scything blow anymore, um, which is good, which means you can use him against alchemists. Um, he does, has he got seven blow? Can't remember. Uh, no, he's, he's got a, he's got bleed um, on his playbook rather. Yeah, than that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, and he has great which is, yeah, Grave Digger's actually is really, really good. Really you, have good. To, you have to do it twice, don't you, to make it actually count effectively? Uh, in a friendly game, kind yeah, of. but in a, in, a, in a tournament. With time turns, it can be an issue, I guess. But... Yeah, one, one extra victory point can make quite a big difference. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's... Um, I, I, I don't yeah, know how, how often they get used, but um, it looks fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, haven't, uh, you haven't inquired about Rage, then? People normally go, why aren't you using Rage? Uh, well... The first few games I played against morticians, obviously because I said that's I'm fairly new. Um, I saw Rage a lot, and then I've I've stopped seeing him now. I, I don't see him taking. I mean, I, I used to see Rage given to um, Obulus, and then obviously run around and beat things up with a stick. But I think people yeah. stopped doing that because of the the setup time was a bit too long. I think. Yeah, too many moving parts. Yeah. Do you find that yourself? Uh, yes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever used Rage with. Well, I, might, I might use him in a friend again, but. Uh... Yeah, he's also he's very linear. He's, he's easy to see what's what's coming. Um, you can he actually performs reasonably well as a goalkeeper um, to go and get anybody who comes in. The problem is that he goes and gets them after they potentially already scored. So, um, but yeah, also he's 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 uh, he's four zero, so he's he's reasonably fragile. Um, 
he only brings one in, he wants one. Um, he's momentum efficient, but uh, yeah, I just I find there are better. I would potentially put him in instead of Cossard um, against where into, into alchemists maybe, but I wouldn't put him against fish because he, he's going to struggle to catch fish really, um, and therefore he doesn't really make the cut because because I don't because if he's only going to play against one team, he doesn't make he doesn't make my tournament team really. So. I think might have been your on your cast. Um, you're saying about him, and I think I think you're right. I think it might be yours. Um, saying that you know, once it's charged in. That's kind of it, right? It's not, not going to get many charges in the game. No, probably, probably not. You've got to work quite hard. You can, you can, um, but you've got to work quite hard to get another charge off. Um, and you've got to bear in mind at the point at which you're engaged and, and, and you're doing things like that. Well, what's your opponent doing? He's not just sitting there letting you do it. Um, yeah, of course he's not. Running around trying to score or whatever else he's, he's going to be doing. So. And you're just you're just engage, engaging with anyone, you know? Yes. Yeah. Such a big deal to engage him. He just locks yeah. locks half his damage down, doesn't it, straight away? It does. Yeah, it does. Uh, you can dodge in and just yeah, just keep him tied up. Um, extra melee, fangtooth ghast. Anybody with gluttonous mass completely sort of screws him up because they can't do anything about it. Um, so yeah, he's um, he's uh, yeah, he's he, he's good. I enjoy him, but he's in a in a, in a friendly game. Uh, but I wouldn't necessarily use him in a, in a tournament game. So. It's funny. I mean, I mean, you've been playing for longer. Um, it seems like the sort of character like was around a lot more in the, a lot more in a earlier. Earlier games, do you think people? Yeah. Same, same with him and um, um, him and Boar. You know, I think yeah. I first saw a lot of them around, and now you don't at all. Do you think that's because yeah. people realised their sort of weakness now? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, when I um, when I played Butchers um, and uh, when I played a Brickcon, um, I I came back and sort of being successful, and uh, people on the forum going, "Oh, Butchers are broken. They're too good. There's something you know, it's impossible to stop them. They just cause too much damage. Balls insane." Da, da, da. And I remember engaging and, and sort of writing some posts about, "Well, you can do this, and you can do that, and do the other." And it, and it being the internet, um, yeah, it just sort of <laughs> people had their opinions. Um, and I remember talking to um, it might be Lux I was talking to um, at one of the one of the events, and he was saying, "Well, the the, the the play testers have found that initially, sort of early doors, um, you you find that the direct beating teams do very well because people sort of play into them, and as 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 the game sort of develops, um, the more the more subtle teams, the scory teams become become better. And I think I think that's true, obviously, of teams, but I think it's true of players. And I think I think Ball and Rage are two prime examples of very direct players who, once people have seen them once or twice. Um, you can um, you, you know how to handle them, and there are only so many tricks you can you can sort of pull off, and, and so passing the ball, and making them dodge, and, and things like that. You can, there's only so many times you can pull pull those off before your opponents sort of have seen them and, and are aware of what's going on. I remember I played um, I played Simon Simon Birdette off um, Tabled podcast on at Guild Cup, I think it was, and um, he had butchers, and I I was using engineers at the time. Um, but he had ball, I had rage. We both had gutter, and we spent a good proportion of the game pushing and shoving and dodging and all the rest of it, trying to uh, him him trying to free his ball up and me trying to keep his ball tied down there to stop him from charging. Um, and it, I mean, it was it 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 was entertaining during the game, but you're on the clock. You can't you can't you can't spend too long messing around trying to get one charge off because actually you're going to run out of time. So. Um, it's almost well. This might be a bit controversial. Obviously, I try and avoid controversy. Um, but um, it's almost like uh, almost like a skill cap thing in some ways. Um, 
Like, people at first, people at first weren't sure how to deal with sheer offense, and now it's kind of swung away from that. And I think I think control factions always seem very powerful in games in general. Yes, but I mean that said, you can. Uh... Uh, there's a there's a there's a reverse excuse me well I dropped dropped a paint on the floor. And then there's a reverse skill cap in that in that if you if you if you play a very direct team and you and you play you play straight into what your opponent's expecting then yeah you're gonna you're gonna struggle so you then have to learn to uh, adapt and play play differently. Um, and I know um, one of the Aussies, uh, Trent, uh, full of himself, Denison. Um, <laughs> He uh, he's he's a he's a very very avid butchers player, um, and or has been, good. and he's very good. Yeah, so he, he obviously knows what we're doing. I've noticed he's now switched to morticians as well, so he's he's Ooh. clearly uh, he's following my lead. You see, because that's exactly what I did. So. Well, yeah, I mean, butchers look interesting to me in some ways because they seem quite glass cannony. So I guess you have to sort of pick your fights. Yeah, yes. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. if you can't go in, like Shank goes in, murders someone, but then you know it's it's four zero, right? So he's got to be careful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're. they're uh, they are not. They, they output damage um, if if they can do it on their terms. But but actually, you have to score with them. Yeah, you, you'll, you'll win against them. people that know what don't know what they're doing by just fighting them. But as soon as you as soon as you play somebody that knows what they're doing, or 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 even a, even particularly brewers, brewers can outfight them sort of every day of the week and twice on Sundays really. So um, if you just go directly into them. Um, so yeah, interesting interesting stuff. But there's definitely a skill cap uh, element. Some 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 teams are, are more difficult to learn to play than others. Um, but equally, um, even even the even the more direct uh, teams can have very very subtle depths of sort of to learn to play them, which is oh, one of the good things about the game. Really. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't think there's a, a guild because like easy easy mode as such. I don't think that really exists. Uh, so, so not at high levels. Um, no, no, I don't think I don't think there uh, I don't think there are. I think I think it's a, I think one of the things I, I, I've talked to um, Rich. Uh, your, is he your co-host, Rich? Um, Paget. Okay, yeah, Paget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I talked to him over over Twitter a few times when he was uh, using fish, I think, and had been struggling with uh, struggling with butchers. And uh, I think that was a that was an example of of somebody sort of newish to the game and, and just sort of not appreciating some of the subtleties of um, of a scoring. Um, Maneuverable team versus a, a versus a direct team, but once you once you play games and you've seen you've seen the tricks, then you, then then the, as we sort of said the shoes on the other foot. Really, your opponent then has to work out some more tricks in order to try and uh, to try and to try and keep ahead. Really, so. mm-hmm. I think we haven't mentioned um, casket, have we? No, no. So, yeah, casket's he's sitting on there. Um, casket's a great utility piece. His uh, his, his ghostly visage seems seems pretty sweet. As heavy heavy burden as well. Seems a really good sort of control yeah, character, yeah. Well, in principle at least. Yeah, um, I like heavy burden. I like heavy burden a lot. The only the only slight issue I have is you you've got you've got not a lot else in the team to slow slow um, your opponent down. So if you're using alchemists, obviously Midas has got it. Potentially you've got Mercury. You can set people on fire, but but Midas can can get it off. Almost guaranteed, and he's almost always going to be going first. And he's almost always going to heavy burden somebody that's going to cause you opponent's problems. The slight issue Casca has is he's not—he's he's not always going to be going first. He's not necessarily always going to get it off. He, sometimes you have to—you'll have to—you'll have to roll and, and try and hit somebody with it. So, um, but it is—it's a fantastic—it's a fantastic—it's um, a fantastic uh, player to use. Um, and Ghostly Visage, yeah, that's that's a that's a great um, that's a great play as well if you use it at the right time. The, 
it's a bit, that's a bit more tricky to use because obviously you have to pick the right moment to do it. And if you um, you can you can drop ghostly visage on 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 somebody and think, oh well, now you can't charge me. But then actually you find that they can just walk in on. So it's 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 good early game where you're trying to sort of stop an alpha. But but yeah, mid to late game it it becomes less less sort of useful really. Um, but he's he's good. Um, he's uh, he's tough. He's hard to kill. He comes back. He reanimates all the rest of it. Um, I played Chris Hay in the uh, in the in the final at uh, Vapnartak, and uh, we picked each other's teams. Um, he was using Union, and I was using Morticians. And we played each other so many times that we sort of seen we seen the standard sort of lines up. So um, he made me uh, not pick. Uh, well, he changed my roster. <laughs> Cheating Arab changed my roster. But, uh, <laughs> he made me pick. Um, he made me pick Rage. No, because I think Rage might be in my roster. Actually, he made me drop Rage and made, made me pick uh, made me pick Casket, uh, and I made him pick uh, Minx. So and, like the first um, ever Casket, first ever Casket game was it a tournament? Uh, no, no, I've used I used him before. I've used him uh, I've used him a couple of times friendly games. I used, I used him more than Bonesaw really. Um, and uh, it was a it was a it was an interesting game, but but fundamentally Casket just stood in the way and got and got and got punched. Um, and just sort of stood there and got punched and punched and punched and punched, and, punched and, and your opponent just sort of trying to grind through them. Um, and um, and that's what he's good at. He's, he's great at doing that. The only slight issue I have is that when you when it comes down to actually thinking sort of later on in the game, oh dear, I need somebody to do something. He can't. Yeah, sometimes he's lacking a little bit in terms of... Um, he, he struggles to kill people. He struggles to... Um, he struggles to uh, sort of output much damage, um, generate much momentum, those, those sorts of things. So, um, and casket times a trap. So, um. yeah, it's. I think it's kind of cool if you pull it off, but you can't really. Um, yeah. I, I guess in terms of, of, of a sort of front line or someone stand in the middle and take a beating, I guess you can have you got gas for that and um, and fang yeah. anyway. Exactly. That's that's the thing. He's competing with with gas and fang He doesn't bring quite as many tools as those two brings. Shame because he looks pretty cool. He does. He's a lovely model. He's one, he's one of the most most attractive models to look at from behind. So when you've got your, your players on the pitch and you're sort of looking at his cast in there, so it, uh, it looks it, it looks lovely. So, yeah. Who's left there? Let's look at the list. Um, uh, union models. I guess we've got um, Minx. I guess the only one left. I guess it's not really much of a choice. But I have never used Minx. Don't think I've ever used it. Um, as a general rule, and obviously I've just said I'll use Cossack, but as a, as a general rule, I'm not a big fan of models that bring two influence and charge for free because it removes flexibility from you, from your sort of um, team in terms of what you can do and when you can do it. Um, so there, there might be times here yeah, you want a free charge and, and you want to output damage, but there might there might be times actually you'd, you'd um, rather be able to give them four and, and let them go and potentially get the ball or whatever else. And you're a bit hamstrung by only being able to give them two um, on top of the free charge. So I'm not a big fan of her. Playbook's a little bit mixed. She doesn't put out, I don't think, uh, as much damage as uh, Cosset. Um, so you know what the bird, bird's on the board. Yeah, um, not that bird, no. A bit tougher than Cosset. Um, but I find she um, she gets tied up. She sort of charges in and then she's, she's, she's a bit stuck there, really, in terms of being able to do anything else. Yeah, it's kind of like the problem with, problem with Rage, except she can't do in as much damage when, she, when she's there. Yeah. What she is good for is is hunting out uh, wounded players. So if you keep her at the back um, and you don't necessarily engage with her sort of early part of the game and, and, and then you look to get 
one or two of the opponent's players off the pitch. And, and usually they'll be the softer players of, of the team. Um, and then you use uh, Minx to go and hunt them when they come back on again. Um, so like Brewers is a prime example, Spigot, Friday are the two players you Obviously, the cat as well, if you can. Always kill the cat. But, um, yeah, Spigot and Friday are the two easiest ones to get off in a normal Brewers lineup, and, and Minx can can go and hunt those, those down very quickly again, sort of later in the game, really. So, so that's, that's your lot, really. Um, so you got Silence, Gaston, Mist as your sort of um, main three. Then what do you sort of sub people in and out? Of the Alchemist, the big skewing one there, I guess. They're yeah. the one to change your um, guys the most, won't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, for obvious sort of Midas shape reasons. Although maybe maybe with Smoke out now, you might have that being less of an issue. Um, uh, yes, yeah. Maybe. But I mean, um, with Smoke, you are potentially playing against a more scorey team. So, yeah, be be interesting. Interesting. Um, it's, it's true replication. That's that's the bigger reason. If true yeah. replication is pitch, then, then yeah, you've got it. Perhaps, perhaps we'll worry less about those those sorts of things. So do you? So how do you sort of change your um, team depending on who you're fighting against? And um, you got your eight, your eight men, your six men, really, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So silence is kind of a given, really, given how how good he is, and missed almost certainly as well, and and gas as well, probably. So who who do you sub in and out depending on who you play against? Who, um, well, I wouldn't use gas against Midas. I wouldn't use no, Fangtooth against Midas. Uh, I wouldn't use Fangtooth against Fish. Um, so I would normally put Cosset uh, in, Cosset in against Fish instead of Fangtooth, and um, Avarice and Greed and Cosset um, uh, in against Alchemists. Um, but it, a bit, I mean, it depends. It depends on depends on the opponent. Depends on their team comp. It depends on um, depends on how you're feeling. All the rest of it. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. Avarice and Greed is really good. So you could almost put Avarice and Greed in against any any team really. Um, Masons. Are you still there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I got I made a Skype beep up and my computer's <laughs> screen gone off, so I was thought I'd drop. Um, Masons is one way Avarice and Greed might be might be useful because he helps a lot against a lot of Masons uh first turn uh Alpha Strike issues. Um Yeah, they can so, yeah, certainly yeah, you, you have to work harder for it then, certainly. Yes, yeah. Yeah, do you use the Chisile? Um I have used her um Twice, both in Fenlis, just to see how it worked. Um, I mean, I have, I have. She's, she seems like, seems very good at running in and 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 killing things, but partially it's just ego that adults use something that everyone else is using. I think. Yeah. Um, I I found a lot of success with Flint being a goal scoring machine with strategy rather than chisel. Yeah. I mean, you know, getting eight VP is better than getting two or four. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I think I, I find it a bit dull, really, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really fan of it. Um, also, I find Chisel. I've tried, I've tried her a few times. Maybe I'm just not very good with her, which is very likely. But you know, she's three one with like what twelve hit points. Yeah, so she gets a free reposition. After you've yeah. done your done your stuff, that's the thing. Um, so I I just fired you guys. Um, I mean, I, I took her to Sanctuary Tournament about a month ago, and um, mm-hmm. every single game I played with her um, on the bench, and I thought, well, this this opponent has range damage; he can just kill her fairly easily. Or this opponent can do this. And every single time I faced against him, I thought I'd rather just take, you know, Flint, Abbas Greed, Mallet. Um, and just do that. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe it's, maybe it's a playstyle thing. Um, but yeah, I think I'm. It, it seems sometimes you read, the, you read the forums and see online. Like I think I feel like I'm the only player in the world who doesn't take her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, nobody's quite vocal. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's certainly a big fan of her, um, and I played against him once on, on, online. Then he, you know, when I, when I was um, wasn't quite aware of what she could do, and it absolutely destroyed me. Um, but I mean. Do you find it an issue, an issue that sort of tactic, this sort of chisel missile? I mean, it's. I think once you're aware of it, there's things you can do about it. I mean, she's got a very long threat range, but it depends exactly what the team comp is. Um, she can get to some extent if, if they build the right team comp. There's nothing you can do about it. She's so she's going to hit you. twenty inches plus, isn't it? You can't really. Yeah, short got like goal line, isn't it? You can get to really. Uh, yeah, but you put decimate in, and she can get anywhere, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second window. Um, essentially, yeah. It, it depends on. Um, Depends on on what team you're playing and all that. It's challenging. You've got to you've got to be aware of it. It's challenging. If you sort of if you sort of um, if you slip up, you can it can cause you a lot of pain. So yeah, you might she she might only get she might only uh, get sort of a net a net two or four VP gain, but um, she can result in you you losing initiative um, uh, for the next turn, and then you you've got to sort of you can sort of cope with that. I think I think Masons are often I often find it's a you have an early, as we say earlier, only a good early game, and then you're sort of hanging on, hanging on towards the end, really, to try and try and stop uh, stop your opponent coming back into it. Um, yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's difficult because I mean, I always find it difficult to work out when to do tooled up because without without um, without without that, they can't really take take, take people out very easily. On a can't really do much much work herself without some sort of buff because you know she does not sort of, sort of two damage per hit really. Yeah. Uh, so getting getting a couple of goals isn't isn't that hard, but Closing out can be a bit tricky, um, mm. so it'd be interesting to see what Hammer does because I, I, I haven't, I haven't um, painted him yet, and I try and play painted only. So I want to see how Hammer yeah, does. But um, oh yeah, good boy, good boy. Um, but um, he seems so different. It'd be interesting to see what he does. I think he'll just be a complete blunt object. They'll just run and mince things, from what I can tell. He he's really good fun. He's incredibly good fun to play. I've played him, played him twice. Um, he brings an entirely different playstyle to to uh, to Mason certainly. So so Honor, I don't know if you found this, but certainly when I was playing Honor, she is really manoeuvrable. She can get to an awful lot of places that your opponent doesn't. Quick think times is, and her playbook is astonishing. She, yeah, she, yeah, she's absolutely stunning at moving around, get round and all the rest of it, yeah. and um, and and score goals. Um, well, where yeah. where Honor sort of dodges round, Hammer just steals through. He's, Fantastic fun. I played um, played Alex, and uh, it was a it was a it was a pre-release version of Hammer, so the rules were entirely the same. But um, he had he was using smokes as alchemist, and he had I think four players, including veteran catalyst, sort of at the back, and and three three of them were sort of huddled around the ball, and Hammer sort of came in and just basically smashed his way through, <laughs> got got to the ball, pushed them away, and then scored, and then dodged away. Um, it was uh, it was it was really good fun. It was a really really enjoyable thing to do. It was, it was interesting and and and, and uh, a nice alternative to the way the way I had been playing sort of Masons. Um, so you know he's 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 good fun. He's good fun. Yeah, with um, with honor, I tend to find that it's probably one reason why I haven't bothered really with Miss Dan Flynn because honor seems to score almost as many goals as Flynn does. Really yeah. for me, she, she can get. I mean, kicks a little short, but she's so maneuverable and. Um, um, Maybe it's because it's be a bit hard for me to sort of let go of my crutch because she seems so good and she she can she can bully the board. You know, if no one's got reach against her, 
she can just do what she wants. Yeah. At least once per turn. Um, and yeah. you know, um, I think Ham will be good when when certainly when um, Harmony comes out, whenever that will be. Um, then again, it's going to be quite hard to drop one go. You know, with tough hide, although he's got hasn't got great stats, but I think he'll certainly do a good job murdering things. Yeah, he got um, good way to get rid of him. Stab him in the first twelve times with Phyllis. This is uh, so Jack. Jack did did it to me in the weekend. Played and uh, Hammer Steve rolled it in and, and um, nearly killed Boyer. I think um, took the ball away and, and, and scored. And then uh, and then um, Phyllis. Minced him, basically. <laughs> um, but it, it was it was a, it was a good game. It was, a, it was an interesting game. It, was, it just goes to show that no no players in isolation are head and shoulders above uh, other other players, such that you can't touch them. You, you think he's tough and he does a lot of damage and all this, but but yeah, actually, if you get them out of position, you can you can get rid of them, you can kill them, and you can you can sort of deal with them. Really, so. Yeah, I mean. Um... I think probably one of the hardest players to kill was probably your captain. I think he's in, he's hard to pin down. I mean, um... he is, he is. He can be incredibly hard to pin down. Um, I don't think have I ever had him killed. I can't remember. I don't. Think, I don't. Think, I think Chris Hay got quite, quite close to uh, quite close to it a couple of times. Uh, if you can't remember, that's probably that's probably a good sign <laughs> or bad sign. Well, I don't know. It's probably a bad sign. I've got. I've got. Uh, can't remember what I ate for tea last night. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know he's 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 very he's very difficult. Because like Midas, or Midas is, can be incredibly difficult to kill. Um, I find Midas more frustrating. Um, Although his his lack of reach means you know at least you can sort of get past his, his movement a bit more in some ways. Although you know he's more mobile, isn't he? Generally, I think I think um, I think the the new plot cards will help and are helping uh, even up a, a number of a number of those things. Because I mean, don't touch the hair was so. Potentially, if it was played right at the right time, it was potentially so out of skew with the rest of them. I mean, there, there were other good ones, and, and there were some that I particularly liked uh, liked taking um, if I got the opportunity. But don't touch there. If, if used at the right time, could just cripple a cripple a, a team a team's plan for for a particular turn. So, so now the fact that's gone, that helps an awful lot with with being able to uh, to deal with some of the more. Yeah, tricky. that card sort of bent the game, didn't it? Really. It did. It did. I'm. I'm. I'm glad it's gone. I'm glad it's... Have you used any of the season two podcasts yet? Uh, yeah, I used them last week. Um, I like him. I like how there's quite a few that give up, give up momentum. Um, yeah, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, I know Rich is, is uh, not Rich. Um, Matt is quite keen on rubber banding. You know, when if you get yeah. somebody gets ahead, and and I I think uh, these 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 podcasts certainly give you an opportunity to. Um, to uh, to to bring into play some of those some of those ideas where particularly ones where you lose initiative you get you get a momentum yeah, that one stood out to me as being a huge deal um, because it, it it really can depending on what happens to you really minimise the, the effect of losing it yeah, yeah. it stops it stops that uninterrupted thing happening um, which is which was always such a, yeah, yeah it always such a big or potentially stops it always such a big uh, a big deal with some some teams a big deal with Ox obviously. And, that's a good one, and, and when you take players out, who's getting momentum for a player being taken out? That's another good one. So, um. Yeah, I'm going to miss a few of them, um, like um, sideline repairs. That was yeah, really good. I love that one. That was great. That will be games in the past. You know, that was my favourite one. It was stunning. I mean, the things you could do with that with honour. Yeah. Turns up and scores, amazing. But um, to yeah. be honest, it's, it's for the best, and it keeps the game fresh, isn't it? Really, you know, it means yeah, definitely. Sort of, yeah. 
Um, although um, I, I haven't played with them in anger yet, so I think I told them in, in, in uh, Judah and get to and give, give them a try. Um, so which 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 where what uh, what time are you next up then? Uh, I can't do Vengeance because May for me is just a dead month. But um, I'm going to. Oh, you going to Ben's? Um, the the the, uh, the Masters. Yeah, he's got uh, yeah. I, I, I mid I book that actually. Uh, obviously, I'm not top sixteen, but uh, obviously, um, hope to qualify. Although, I'm not sure if they can get a pass for two days. <laughs> I've I've booked it and I haven't asked permission yet, so that's that's, <laughs> that's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, give it a try, yeah. Um, that one, and I've got the uh, team tournament in summer, um, which I'm going to give a go to and um, try and get down to many, to many as I can. I, I can't really do many two day ones. Uh, yeah. with, with kids and all that, but um, try and go as many as I can do, really, because um, the Nottingham meta, where I am, you know, we've got a few players, but you really only get good good by going who and playing people who are better than you and then beating you up. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I played, I played, um, I played Steve Easton at the final um, at the Sanctuary One. And that yeah. was very good. And I was ten twelve to him, and um, you know, it was um, yeah, very good, of course. Yeah, yeah. If, if, I, 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 I um. I managed to get up to 10 VP and then sort of help snatch um, defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> um, it helped that I forgot some plot cards and um, he could manage to close it out. Um, they go, yeah. but I mean, I really want to sort of you know get to more more really and um, and get beaten up. <laughs> and, uh, and you then, do, you do, you learn an awful lot. Everybody, one thing is interesting that certainly I found is people play the same teams entirely differently. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, I think you can get stuck in a rut, can't you? Um, yeah, the pr- problem I have is I've played Obulus. <laughs> no, nobody else is like Obulus. That's one of the. Oh, don't cool. start. <laughs> no, no, first world problems. Here's uh, it, it, uh, seeing people's reactions to to scalpel seemed very mopey. Um, she looks. She looks really. I mean, the ability. She. She seems very, very good. She seems very, very mobile. Her ability to move around influence seems a great power. Um, it's a bit situational. It is. It is. Um, yeah, it is. Of course, of course, it is. But um, yeah, whenever people turn around and say, "Well, it's not obvious," the worst thing is you can kind of see the, see the point, can't you? Sometimes. Uh, yes. Yeah. That said, agree. though. That said, though, there's not many people. It's not many people doing well with morticians, so you can't. And you look at you look at the st- I know, st- stats. You can make them say whatever you want to say. But I know Ben's done Ben's done a reasonable amount of, of sort of interrogating on the stats. And um, uh, in terms of team performance, um, they're they're sort of in in the middle of the pack. Really, Union are the ones that are out out front. Um, Still, I think so. Yeah. Well, I haven't looked recently. So it was probably six or eight weeks ago. I was, uh, I was chatting to Ben about it. But uh, yeah, I think so. I think. Um, I know um, Dwayne, one of the American guys, had had some success, and there's a guy called Dan, who's an American guy, who's had some success with multitions. Um, It'll be very interesting when we have the um, sort of the world, the World Cup, you know, later in the year, if we get other countries to turn up. Yeah. When Meta suddenly collide, and you know, some Australians come over, and some Americans come over, and because um, yeah. I, I bet some people play the game you know, very differently. So well, they do, and you can see you can see by the, some of the questions they get asked on the rule forms. There's still, there's still people uh, up until very recently who are going, "This call influence then? How, what, what's what's this for in the token set?" Uh, and people say, "No." So, uh, oh, yeah, I'm reading the season two rule book. You now get goal influence for the entire game. So you saw what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it's, it's different people doing things uh, 
differently. differently. I guess you've got your um, your job cut out for you then, then on, on your forums. <laughs> uh, well, fortunately, I don't do it by myself. There's, there's a there's a selection of us who uh, who um, who do it, and we sort of dip in and dip out. And uh, I, I like to try and pick all the nice, easy questions to answer. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's good fun. It's quite it's quite interesting. Keeps you keeps you fresh. One, I remember um, I remember chatting to uh, I think it was Rich. Um, I might, might be Jamie, um, and they were saying about legacy issues. One of the big, one of the big in jokes amongst them was, was whenever they got asked a rules question, they got it wrong. Particularly, I think it was Rich. Um, was uh, oh, it's legacy issues, and, and Matt would say he's got like seventeen versions of the rules on his computer. Obviously. Oh God! And, uh, and I have legacy issues now. I, I, I used, to, I, I was really good at remembering rulings and thinking, right, somebody's ruled that, somebody's asked this question, and I could go and find it and pick it out and watch it. But. Um, it's an incredible challenge, uh, actually. Now, trying to remember s- certain certain subtle rulings that have been made, and trying to make sure that you 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 recall the principles behind behind the making of them. Because um, some of them, I mean, people ask a question and it'll go checking and then it'll go quiet for a while, and people are sitting, well, well, thinking, well, why haven't answered this question yet? And it's it's often because there's a debate ongoing in the background, so we're, we're, we're chatting about, well, could it go this way, could it go that way, and if we if we rule one way, what are the future implications and things like that? So, yeah. yeah, I guess like anything, if you rule one thing a certain way, that could like have a huge knock on something else, and it means you know, the whole house of cards could come falling down, couldn't it? And um, it's not as simple as going, yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah. So, sometimes, sometimes it is, but yeah, sometimes because we're not we're not player testers, we don't. Um, we, we, we might get access to early versions of sort of um, stuff to to read to check rulings and wordings and things like that, um, <clears throat> and we might get access to them to, to to dabble with them on the table. But we don't look after we don't we don't get involved in balance and 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 uh, and, and the realization of sort of players from from the first principles that sort of um, Matt comes up with to to reality. Um, so um, yeah, we don't we, we're not we're not. We're sort of dealing with them once once things are they're not finished yet actually, but they're sort of ninety ninety five percent there really, and then thinking, well, how does this work, and is that is that correct? And it's principally asking lots of daft questions, um, and then having Bryce who's very good at English saying, well, no, actually, the, the, this is what it says. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, um, I think that's um, that's a podcast really. I think um, thanks for your um, for your um, sage uh, wisdom to do with the, the spooks, and um, I guess your Probably taking them to vengeance, I guess. Um, well, I've got, I've got hunters. I've got to stick together. That I might, I might have a, I might have a look at. Um, um, as I said, well, I don't like. I quite like, I quite like hammer as well, um, but I quite like fillet as well. So I don't know. There's lots of options, but yeah, I don't know. Pro- probably, probably morticians. Probably morticians. Well, um, good luck. Thank you very much. And um, uh, follow me at uh, singled underscored out GB uh, and you you're something else I guess uh, at WCWW uh, podcast um, we're on Facebook and all the rest of it so yeah, you can you can follow us and, and we'll swear and curse and make inappropriate comments and talk about urban dictionary and things like that so. okay not um, much edit in this one you'll be on <laughs> I, I, I haven't said any naughty words very much not yet yeah you worry <laughs> <laughs> We'll just, we'll just sign off with a C-bomb. <laughs> Boom. Cheers, Steve. Thanks a lot. Good night. Cheers, then. Thanks. Bye-bye.